talking about the All Blacks? The basketball team are called the Tall Blacks. The oh, Tall Blacks. That's <laughs> even yes. I love that. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rooting Around podcast. I'm Kevin. I'm Tom. And I'm Ed. And this week we are going to New Zealand. The land of the long white cloud. Or, oh God, Aotearoa. Oh, that was nice. Time. I think that was pretty good. So like you didn't practice for like 10 minutes before this. No, you weren't warming up and, and stuff. Getting your cheeks ready for all the movement required. Yeah, Ooh, oh, nice. already straight into it. So for for the <laughs> listeners, <laughs> um, Kev just Kev. stuck his tongue out like he was doing echo or something. Yeah, just performed. Isn't it the further the further you stick your tongue out and the bigger you make your eyes, is the, the more pleasure, the more cut. pleasurable it is for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> the eyes mainly. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You got to you got to maintain eye contact with the. But I've, Kev just I've, performed the shortest hacker in world history. Yeah. Yeah. I've had a hacker perform to me. Really? No, oh, man. I. That's one thing in my life that I would love to see a big, proper. Oh, hacker. Like, like the school, the vision of the school Dude, hackers. Every time I watch them, I like well up and I like hair stand on, it's, on end. It's and... crazy because it's not a culture at all and I still get goosebumps. Like yeah. literally, I start watching. So I've got a friend from New Zealand who watches this podcast. Hello, What's... Scott. Hey, Scott. Hey, Scott. Is he the guy who keeps on asking, when are we going to do an episode in New Zealand? Uh, maybe. Yeah. Sup, Scott? <laughs> We're doing it. Here we are. It took uh, half a year. But uh, he sent me a video of his school doing the hacker because he grew up in New Zealand. And it's just, for us, it's just crazy because it's it's just regular, I mean, it's a regular school. Mm. We didn't do any of it. Well, in, in England, I guess you, you sang at the start of the day or something like He's that. He's got the whole world yeah, we in did none his hands. Oh, yeah, but we sang, we sang that we sang that in Welsh. It was like, dioch, dioch, yesi. Really? Yeah, we had uh, most of our hymns were in Welsh in school. My, 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 That's pretty cool. Yeah. But yeah, we didn't have like, hymns or anything like that. We just went to school in... Because you're godless heathens. Yeah. Well, we do get to learn four languages at school. So. Uh, yeah. yeah, well, we only had two. Um, uh, New I, yeah, Zealand. I was saying, I um, <laughs> when I was playing rugby for my secondary school, uh, New Zealand, a team from New Zealand came and played us, and they smashed us. Yeah, I would uh, just... What, but they did come out and do the hacker, I would just 180 and just walk straight off. Well, the they, they, they did a hacker, and they, they, they didn't smash it. They only put, like, 25 points past us, but... All I remember from that fight, and it's and it's a memory that's lived to me. I think it might have been at that point where I realised that rugby might not have been the sport for me because <laughs> we had this. It was a one of our players tackled one of their players whilst fish hooking his nose, both nostrils, and I was like, "Yeah, maybe this sport is a bit too much for me." You're not. That's not the rules, though. No, you're oh, not you got, you got away that. with it though. So that's all that matters. Okay. I the first ever game of rugby I played. It was for a Newport school. I was in like year eight. And it was like, my impression was, if you're in a ruck or a scrum, you fight each other. And my first ruck, I was climbing over and there was a guy like that. And I was just like, <laughs> just <laughs> hit him in the face. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty um, accurate. I went, pretty I went South Wales. I went scr- uh, uh, put my studs down someone's face. I felt pretty bad about that. I didn't cut him or anything. It's fine. Oh, right. Yeah, that's fair enough. That's all good. Yeah. But yeah. Speaking of rugby, the most winningest team in the history of sport, the New Zealand All Blacks, the rugby yeah. side. Winningest yeah. rugby team? Or no, winningest, winningest team? team. Shit. They are 
ridiculous. Yeah, really ridiculous. And it's not just because they pinch all the islanders. Yeah. That's controversial. Um, one, one of the most dramatic <laughs> hackers I've ever seen was the one at Jonah Lomu's funeral. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was... I'm even getting goosebumps now. I was lucky enough to see him play when he played for Cardiff. His tiny, oh, tiny little hair. Hey. Like, it's like an anti-Samson. <laughs> Biblical reference. Nice. Off to a great, off to a great start. Yeah. <laughs> um, but t- talking about the All Blacks, you wanted to say something before we started recording? Uh, the basketball team? The basketball team are called the Tall Blacks. The oh, Tall Blacks. That's oh, even yes. better. <laughs> I love that. It's brilliant. I feel like the Silver Ferns might be the name of their female rugby team. The Silver Ferns. Yeah, I don't think I'd say it that way, though. But, no. um, but definitely is the Ferns, I think. Or, I mean, maybe Silver Ferns, I don't know. But the, the word Ferns is in there. And I feel like the cricket team's called the Black Caps. They've got a theme. Have you guys... You've not been to New Zealand. You no. just came back from uh, their favourite country, New Zealanders' favourite country. Yeah. Australia. Fucking Australia. New Zealand's cultureless big brother. <laughs> oh, that's 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 only oh. completely true. <laughs> <laughs> hey, only they like fast because... food. They like fast food. Who? That's a bit Australian. Oh yeah, yeah. It's well, a big we part of their that. culture. Driving, uh, getting rid of Aborigines. Yeah, racism. <laughs> racism. No, they're they're great. They do really good food out there, and they're they are good people. Do they have Tim Tams yeah. in um, New Zealand? Do you think? I don't know. I'd imagine. I'd imagine they would. Also, yeah, Aussies really brag about it. I don't know if there's any particular. Maybe they have them, and every time in New Zealand they eat a Tim Tam, they're like, <laughs> "I guess it's good." Yeah, I'm gonna have two. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know anything about New Zealand cuisine? Yes, actually. Yes. Ed. Oh my god, he does. And uh, it's Maori. Maori. I oh. was told pronounce it like it's almost the word mouldy. Maori, Maori, Yeah, it's quite awkward because Scott told me how to pronounce the words before this podcast, and, and I can't do it. We had it drilled into our heads by our Kiwi. Yeah, but the, well. the the irony being that she wasn't even a, any part Maori, and her boyfriend was, and he didn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. Shout out Emily Maury. and Sam. Um, so Hangy, no, I pr- pronounced that wrong. Let me just get Scott to say it for you. Hangy. 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 What does that mean? Uh, it is a traditional dish that apparently nowadays is more like for like big occasions, like weddings and stuff like that. Um, so basically dig a pit like in the ground, grab a few rocks, rocks that don't like, you know, break under heat and stuff like that. So like volcanic rocks, ideally. Um, and they add wood and then... A, clo- a wet cloth, so it creates lots of steam. Yeah, cloth. And then they add the food, chicken, potatoes, pumpkins, kumara, kumara, which is a type of sweet potato, carrots. They don't add spices because they've got their own plant, like leaves and stuff like that that they add. And yeah, it's they just like cook it in, for hours. Yeah. yeah, in the in the ground basically. And just to give you like an idea of the size of it, um, for twenty five people. It's a pit of, like, with a diameter of one meter, and it's filled with half a meter of stones. Oh wow! So it's quite deep and also quite, and that's. I mean, that is for twenty-five people. So shit, son. It's a lot. I I read an uh, interesting fact about um, sweet potatoes in Kiwi, well, in Maori culture. 
um, because potatoes weren't introduced until the um, the the Dutch or the British came, um, and sweet potatoes were the main. And sweet potatoes and those type of vegetables, like yams and whatever, uh, were the main type of like starchy things they eat. But they don't travel well, so they used to like have stores where they'd store all of their sweet potatoes and called a po, and they basically built forts around their food storage. <laughs> and over time, these became like really intricate with like various defensive walls, and then like communities would would like spring up around these like hilltop, basically storage containers for food oh shit yeah and they, you can still see them they're still like they've, they've marked the landscape with them so there's certain places that yeah you can still see these ancient sort of fortifications mm. i went deep into my well not deep i went i, I sort of veered down maori culture because i didn't i knew nothing about it and it's fascinating that's the thing though like when, it's really easy to just like go to new zealand and I mean, I don't know, I've never been, but like, just go for the beautiful countryside and like the mountains in this season. But yeah, but um, like culturally, it's incredible because like we talked about the Aborigines in Australia, um, it's way more like, I mean, they've got and they've had rights for way longer time in New Zealand compared to Australia. And actually, two, no, when, what's the date today? So there six is. days ago, they celebrated the the Matariki, uh, which in Maori culture marks the beginning of the new year uh, in their lunar calendar. And they made it a national holiday this year, like for the first time. Oh, amazing. Really? Amazing. Yeah. You so know, that was like <clears throat> six days ago. Do you know what um, Maori means in Maori? No. It means ordinary. What? Yeah. But it's also the name of their language, isn't it? I think so, yeah. Okay. So, they're, they're like, what are you? Fucking ordinary, mate. What are you? What are you? <laughs> Basic. Um, <laughs> Just a regular person. They I, are enormous people. Yeah, they're growing big out there. Yeah. It's all the yams. All the yams. Yamming it down. Um, yeah, big boys. And girls. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, that's, that's seen as a good thing, isn't it? The bigger you are. Yeah. I suppose it's like virility and stuff, isn't it? Mm. Um, I've got, if, if you'll indulge me, I've got a few little things about um, a few aspects of uh, Maori culture I want to talk about that I found out. The first one is called mana, um, and it's a cultural concept um, meaning a sacred power or authority. Mana is sacred power bestowed by the gods on the ancestral lineage of chiefs or tohunga. Uh, while the mana itself is a supernatural gift, the chief is free to waste or magnify it. So... Like, you, everyone has, like, mana just sort of through their their lineage. And you can do... And the, the, the deeds you do, good or bad, can affect how much mana you have. Mm. Uh, I'm not sure how it's measured. I presume there's some sort of scale. Um, <laughs> it's almost karmic, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more physical. It's a, bit like, it's a bit like karma, but if you... If your karma points start based on what your dad did and stuff. Mm. Um, so that's that's <clears throat> that's one thing. There's way more I can go into it but, about mana. For mana, there's also, you know, you said you can add add more to it. Um, there's this thing called punamu, which is a type of hard and durable stone that you can, like, carve into, like, make intricate stuff. 
Yeah, and that they just like wears necklaces, for example, or like jewelry. But I'm pretty sure they can make they used to make like arrows and weapons with mm. it. Maybe I'm I'm not sure about that. But you can like gift it to people, and you can also like make it go like give it to your children and stuff like that. And the more it goes from like generation to generation, the more mana you get or mana, however oh. you pronounced it. Oh, what like almost contained in the yeah. Dynamo. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Scott said, "Yeah, it's given as a gift, but you shouldn't buy it for yourself." I'm not sure why. You, I mean, <laughs> just otherwise you can just get all the mana. Scott, ah, I see. Scott, can you get us some gifts? <laughs> he, so when he left New Zealand for for Bristol like two years ago, uh, his friends got him uh, Bunamu. Oh, sick! Oh, amazing! I actually found out about that through the DVD extras of the Lord of the Rings DVDs. Really? Yeah. Because they spent so long there and all the orcs and most of the crew, well, all the crew were New Zealand for, uh, Kiwis. Um, and they were all given Punamus and it's like, I think it's uh, something to tr- draw you back to New Zealand as well. It oh. has the same... Maybe, yeah. Yeah, I'll have to check that. But um, that's how I knew. It was... Uh, let's say vegan Mortison, Vigo Mortison, talking about receiving a punamu from from his that's stunt cool. stunt coordinator. <laughs> oh, it's amazing! Yeah, don't know so about... that's how I learned most of my stuff about New Zealand. <laughs> it was Lord of the Rings. Don't know about New Zealand, but uh, I suppose they've got a similar like law than in Luxembourg, where if you make a film in Luxembourg, you have to use like Luxembourgish crew and actors and stuff like that. So I suppose they've done the same, and they've got a great film industry. Well, oh, New Zealand? No, Luxembourg. New Zealand. Well, yeah. Luxembourg is what it's mostly post-production. I mean, one of my favourite... Actually, my favourite band and probably my favourite filmmaker are from New Zealand. They're, um... That Taika... Taika Waititi. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what's behind the other door? Oh, God. <laughs> that, that film is That so film good. is just the best thing ever. It is. So good. Snickers. <laughs> All the nummies in the world. <laughs> Quite possibly my favourite accent on Earth as well. Oh yeah, yeah mine, it must yeah, mine be. Too. Like I like the Aussie accent, I generally do, but the 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 Kiwi accent's just like it's so much nicer. So much you've, like... got, you've got the Kiwi accent, but then you've got Maori. The Maori accent. Yeah, I don't I think I know it then. Well, it's, well, it's it's the difference between Sam Neill's character in and, Comfortable yeah. People and the young boy who's, and Ricky Baker, who's the actor's name I can't it remember. Says here you cook Asian. <laughs> you don't look Ricky like Baker. Him. Ricky Baker, no, they do what I you. If you haven't seen Hump for the Wilder People, just watch it. It's just, it's precious. It's just, it's, it's amazing. amazing. It's one of the best films you'll see. Heartwarming. There's that kid um, got famous because of uh, an an advert, like an anti-drugs advert that Taika Waititi made. Oh, really? Um, so is that before the film? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, way before. Yeah. yeah. So it's it, it's basically these two kids sat in their dad's car. Um, being like, when my dad gets blazed, he drives around like this, and they like doing impressions <laughs> of how their dad drives I around think I've being seen stoned. This. Yeah, I think I've seen this. Yeah, it's it's really good. And then you got Flight of the Concords oh, as well. God, I fucking love that TV yeah. show. Is that the vampire one? No, that's so. No, and then you got yeah, that as well. The, yeah, that's yeah, so the, good. The, one Flight, of the on. which one from Flight of the Concords is in what we do in the shadows. Oh, what are we doing in the uh, That's Jermaine. Yeah, Jermaine. And then Brett is the one who Brit. was in... Brit. 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 Yeah. Uh, he was the one who won an Oscar for writing the Muppet soundtrack. 
<laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's random. They done well. They done really well. Um, what is it? <laughs> New Zealand's second uh, most popular uh, comedy folk duo. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Like. I've got a couple of other little um, Maori culture things to, to cover. I don't want to because I don't want to cut it short because it's really fascinating. One's called this one's called Utu, which is balance and harmony. Uh, sometimes associated with the word revenge, but it's got a broader sense, and it means the preservation of balance and harmony within a civilization. Um, so a fault must always be corrected, and kindness must always be repaid. But this means that if if you do someone a favor, they do one back to you. But equally, if you harm someone, they will harm you back. Mm. Eye for an eye type. So of yeah, it's sort of that, that type of. Um, is it as structured as in Peru? Where uh, they choose one day to do it. I think. I think. <laughs> I think that's how like family feuds. Not the TV show, but you know, there's like, you know, there's like generational disputes between clans or yeah. you know, tribes and stuff happen. Um, I I don't. It does feel a bit archaic because we're British and very polite and. Yeah. I kind of like that. Yeah, I mean, if you act like a dick, well, you'll get you'll get a hiding. Yeah. Um, also, there's a really really interesting thing about in in Kiwi culture, uh, sorry, Maori culture, about um, uh, preservation of nature and and your place within nature, and in, and in fact, you might notice, but I'm sure you might talk about the moa later. Um, mm. And moa were these giant birds, um, and they they didn't have any apex predators. So when the the ancestor of the Maori landed in New Zealand they basically just killed them all because they didn't run away um so because of that there was this sort of generational understanding that we need to preserve nature so we can yeah. have resources for down the line which is where and the elders would decide what things what resources couldn't be used to allow them to regenerate and that's where and the word they used to ban something from being used was tapu hmm. which is where we get the word taboo from no. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. Um, huh. Meaning forbidden and sacred because it had to regenerate. And um, a lot of their wildlife is endemic and sacred. Yeah. Yeah. It's not surprising it's endemic. It's so far and there's mm. nothing around. Yeah. Did you read about mowers? No. They were three meter tall flightless birds. Hench. Up to 260 kilos. <laughs> yeah. They were like, the, 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 yeah. <laughs> There's there's pictures of people next to skeletons of it. Um, it's huge. That's mental. And there, there was loads of different sizes. <laughs> three meters. Like, the, there were like subspecies that would all be between like three and a half to two meters. Sounds like the um, the Bigfoot thing you were talking about, where there's like three versions, like the oh, smaller the yeti, the, yeah, the yeti. yeah, yes. Sounds yeah, like is, the yeti. This is uh, very much real though. The yeti mini. <laughs> Uh, what, my well, favourite you, bird. You're saying that Yeti is, is not real. You well, don't know that. I don't, you don't know I, that either. I don't know that. Yeah, it could mm. be could be real. Allegedly. <laughs> Who knows? Sorry, you were saying. Um, New Zealand's also home to my favourite bird. It's called a kia. I know the kia, and it's an alpine parrot. It's the only alpine parrot in the world. Uh, I, I was I was actually thinking up. that. Um, you said alpine. Um, what is the definition of alpine? Because in my mind, it was always the Alps, which are, you know, yeah, in they, Europe. So what does Alpine mean? Because it's Alpine stuff in 
New I Zealand. Think, I think it would be a certain elevation. Well, Is it just the yeah, types of trees? Also, they call their mountain range the Southern Alps. Ah, uh, yeah. But then, but then to that end, you but, know, you could just call anything an Alp. You could call anything an Alp, and then you can call it Alpine. Alpine. Mm. Um, but yeah, Kias uh, are one of my faves. But then you've also got the Kiwi, which is a flightless bird. Fluffy bastard. N- national bird, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of those ones that's just kind of crying out to be killed. Like, it's a pointless animal. It's one of those ones that's just so pathetic, doesn't run very fast, can't fly. Very surprising just, that it stayed alive. But you're just <laughs> saying that some people's national bird is just useless. It is. Oh. It is. It's pathetic. It, it's a pathetic animal. Like, if there was any land predators, they'd be fucked. But I, I'm sure there's, like, stuff around that can kill it. I mean, they've got cats. Cats eat and they do. birds. They do kill them. Hmm. Yeah. Sad. I'm sure there's well, some other bird I'm thinking about that's weird looking. Maybe it's in Australia. No, the, oh, there's another flightless bird that's a bit rounder than a kiwi. A bit more aggressive. I don't know. I don't know how aggressive fighting the bird. Well, I bush hens, I think it's called. They've got there, bush cocks. Bush cocks. <laughs> uh, they do have uh, the rarest species of dolphin as well. Oh yeah, it's called a Maui dolphin. Where are we? Oh, Maui is a Polynesian god. Yeah, uh, that's that's what he's named after. Yeah. Ah, yeah. because I've got the a, dolphins named after him. Because <laughs> the, the two islands were have have like an older maori name one of them is the fish that was caught by maori maui and the other island is the canoe that caught the the canoe that was operated by him so the 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 myth is that um maui was fishing and he he pulled what he pulled up was north island and south island because it looks like a canoe shape yeah was the canoe he fished from oh shit Ah. yeah that might be in Moana. I think it is. I've not seen Moana, but it sounds I think like it something is. that would be in it. It's the rock. The rock was Maui. Oh, yeah. makes sense, obviously. But right. he's, a, he's a demigod. There's a whole song about it. Does that mean he was half man, half god? Yeah. Okay. But also, I mean, we don't know if Moana is correct. Like, or, I, mean, I think I think they're pretty accurate. accurate. I think they're relatively accurate. You've got to be these days, don't you? Otherwise you're yeah, like, yeah. He definitely you get, you get slated. He definitely pulled up an entire island with a fishing hook. <laughs> he but looks the, pretty the, strong in the film. Super accurate. His tattoos <laughs> move on his body. Like, there's dolph- like I'm pretty sure there's dolphins on his tattoos. That just they are. Yeah, there are. Yeah. Might be the Maui dolphins. Maui dolphins are a subspecies of rare Hector's dolphins, uh, and they are the smallest. Uh, dolphins in the world, and there's only 63 estimated left. Whoa! 63? Yeah. They're weird-looking fuckers as well. They kind, of, they, they kind of look like what a dolphin would look like had it been based on a drawing that I would have done with my left hand. <laughs> they look really stupid. <laughs> but 63, like, what other animals only have, like, such a small population? Um, like right. There, there are some. Sixty-three is just nothing. Yeah. Amu tigers potentially. And there's maybe the other ones mm. found in the forest in Russia. 
I think there's quite a few of those knocking around. Not oh, loads, but there's a couple of there's a good few hundred breeding pairs. I think. Oh, cool. Um, well, in the fact checking falcon, we'll find out what animals are on the brink of death uh, and <laughs> get back to you. Um, I did have some information about kiwis quickly. Oh, they're monogamous. Yeah. The birds often mate for life, obviously, with monogamy, um, and their relationships have been known to last for over twenty years. So oh, that's nice. That's so that means they, they also get quite old. Yeah. Um, bird, bird, I feel like birds get a lot older than you think they should do. Probably, yeah. yeah. How, Some parrots get to like 60, 70. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. For some reason, I, I base all animals on how old I reckon a cat would live. Yeah, cats and dogs are our kind of baseline. Yeah. yeah. It's like 12 years is just doing well. Yeah. How, how old does a pigeon get, for example? I can't, in my mind, it's like six. Effect, they're effectively immortal. One for the fact. It can, one it for can the only be a couple of years, surely. Well, it depends what diet they have. Yeah, yeah, they're going to be very varied. Um, and just to close off the kiwis, um, romantically, kiwi couples sing duets to each other at night, oh. synchronizing their calls with complementary frequency. Oh, that's oh. nice. It's adorable. And that is... are those the, the the birds you said are useless? Yes, they make nice songs and they stay they're together cute. for a long time, yeah. and they live a long time as well. Yeah. You talked about how New Zealand recently introduced a new holiday uh, for the first time. I've got a list of things that New Zealand did first out of anyone else in the world. First country to give women suffrage. Oh, yes, I saw that. 18, that was very quite a cool. while back, right? 1893, 25 years before the US and the UK. Um, first ever bungee jump, obviously. Isn't um, it the highest as well? I think, I think they Why have the highest. obviously? Oh, it's just a Kiwi thing, isn't it? Bungee jumping. Is it? It's that one valley. I thought it was the highest. I think there is the highest one in the world there. Yeah. Um, first person to climb Mount Everest, obviously. Um, first person to step on Antarctica. Um, Who was it? Uh, on Antarctica. Alexander von Tunzelmann. Yeah, it sounds really funny. Yeah, that's yeah. very New Zealand, um, right? First country to have three women in power simultaneously. Uh, so the Prime Minister, the Governor-General, and the Chief Justice. First country to introduce the eight-hour workday. Nice. Yeah, go New Zealand. Um, introduced in 1899. Um, first ever transgender MP. 1899. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, what? <laughs> That's wild. We still had fucking sweatshops back then. Yeah. Um, we still have them now. Uh, yeah, first, first ever transgender uh, MP. 1999. Wow. What? Yeah, I know. That's mental. It's incredible. Um, uh, first jet boat, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> um, and they this, they aim to be the first country with 100% renewable energy by 2025. That's their target. And they'll probably get it. They'll, they'll yeah. probably get it and then claim they've done it since the 1860s. But Bhutan? Bhutan? Oh, f fully powered by renewables. I thought that's what Bhutan no, was. Maybe that's one for the Falcon. Hmm. Oh. I also so I went to the Wikipedia page, uh, and I saw that in the language section it said English, Maori, and New Zealand sign. Oh, New Zealand sign language. Now I only check like other like quickly Luxembourg. It doesn't give Luxembourgish sign language. So is it just like they have a specific sign language? That you, you is have, an official language, and none of the other countries have it as an official language. Or, or maybe it's just given official status. Well, yeah, that's what American I mean. Like, yeah. Language yeah, no, no, own, no like. I get that, but is it just non-official language in any other country? This is what I, this is what always confused me about sign language. Is it the same across the world? 
I don't no, think it's it not. Is. No, there's like even in in English, there's the English one, there's the American one. So, are you saying that to who needs sign language? Deaf people. Is it deaf? <laughs> is it deaf? Definitely not blind yeah. people. Yeah, deaf. <laughs> I always can get confused. Um, so, an English an English person. Well, actually, an English person. Um, mute. So, so people who require sign an English person who who requires sign language cannot understand an American person who requires sign language. I suppose it's like crossovers. Like I, I, I don't know. But then, how yeah, different is it to to Spanish sign language? I, I don't, I don't know. I didn't, I never learned it. But th- does this mean <laughs> that no, I didn't get around to learning that one? <laughs> There's so many unanswered <laughs> hypothetical questions. <laughs> Just all of them, actually, all the questions. But so. It's an official language there, but basically I was just wondering, do any other countries have their respective sign language as an official language as well? I'm not sure. Don't That'd know. be a good one to look at, though. Well, because if not, I, really I wish guess I it's pretty Falcon's cool. And again, this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's, re- if it's true, it's pretty cool. And New Zealand, again, one of the first countries, like pioneers in stuff that is good. Just quite... <laughs> seems like New Zealand, I'm, I'm undoubtedly, there have been horrendous... Um, Atro- no, atrocities, um, uh, rights violations of the Maori people in their history. But it, but that aside, New Zealand seemed like they've been quietly doing pretty well. Yeah, yeah, for a long time, and like just making us the rest of us look a little but backward. I'm, I'm not saying any of that is easy to do. In it is a small country, like it it's only got like five million people. Yeah, I'm, I mean, Luxembourg obviously a lot smaller, and we don't have all that. But you can't necessarily compare it to you know america for example that way backwards if if luxembourg was its own island and that far away from everyone else i'm sure yeah there would be some you'd be talking about uh if luxembourg was its own island um i've got the sizes yeah yeah you know area as always um new zealand is the sixth largest island country in the world by area 268,000 square kilometers which is 100 Luxembourgs. Okay. That's all right. 100 right. Luxembourgs. But on the map, uh, when New Zealand shows on the map, because so many map manufacturers forget to put New Zealand up, but like because it's so far at the bottom right of a map, New Zealand looks massive. Yeah, and it yeah, is yeah. quite big, but it's, it's like Greenland. really not it's that like big. It's like Greenland, isn't it? Yeah. Um, well, it's not as big as Greenland. But it's, I find it hilarious that so many people forget to put New Zealand I've seen, up on the I've map. Seen, There's so I've many seen maps. tattoos people have got where they've forgotten to put New Zealand on. <laughs> Although that's a relatively easy fix. Um, yeah. <laughs> you were telling me before this that you were reading up a lot about the tattoos. Actually, were there any more first No, well, things? a couple of shit ones. Apparently they had the first powered flight before the Wright brothers, but hmm. it wasn't documented, so that'd that just be a lie. I didn't read up a lot about the tattoos, <laughs> but I have some copy and pasted some stuff from Wikipedia that I would love to read to you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, the traditional tattooing is called uh, temoko, temoko um, and it's traditional Maori art of tattooing the skin. It's sort of been around in Maori culture since prior to colonization, um, and... Art was a sacred activity accompanied by many rites and rituals. Men generally received moko on their face, um, bums and thighs, women on their lips and chins. Um, and the facial form gives details of the wearer's lineage, status and origin. Didn't they recently have 
the first. Oh, oh yeah, it was not the first. In... Maybe first uh, TV presenter or something like that. No, there was uh, a member of the parliament with with, <clears throat> with Moko. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I didn't see this, but. But there was definitely also like the first like TV presenter, like mm. news presenter, national news presenter, all all that face the, tattoos. Yeah, all but it's awesome. You said lips. Yeah. <clears throat> well, it's here. Like, oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Um, I've, seen, I've seen that, but like not. A bit like how um, Berber women have—they have, yeah. oh, have a lip thing there. Um, so historically, moko combined tattooing with scarification, in that the skin, rather than being punctured, is chiselled. And then the ink goes into it. Um, it's chiselled. Yeah, so it doesn't have a smooth surface. So it physically looks like you've chiselled like a piece of wood. It has that it has that feel Rough. as well. It's grainy, oh. uh, and and you can feel the lines. So um, uh, like three D experience. So the the tattooing um, implement is called uh, an ui, uh, and it's made from albatross bone, and pigments are made from the. Ajueto, I don't know what that is. Um, some type of tree. Oh, burnt timbers um, for face colouring. Um, and since 1910s, there's been a big resurgence in in the practice of um, tomoko for men and women. Um, I'm guessing just because... It's beautiful. Yeah, really beautiful. And um, it's a reflection of the general revival of Maori, uh, Maori language and culture. Um, most moko uh, is done with a tattoo machine these days, but there has been a, a revival of the traditional... Chisels. It's almost like the stick and poke yeah. type, type um, thing. But yeah, but it tells you like how many lines. I, th I, I watched a video. Some guy was saying that someone looks at him from another, like who knows how to read Moko. They'll know the, his clan. Uh, on one, one side was his mother's lineage. And one side was his father's. And he was like, yeah, my mother had more prestigious lineage. So she has more lines mm. than my father's side. It's really fascinating. Wow. I guess it's a bit like... Um, Russian again. This is a really cheap comparison, but I'm gonna make it anyway. It's like um, Russian prison tattoos. Like it, it tells your yeah, they, like it tell, they tells your whole life. Like, then what you have, it tells your whole life story oh, okay. of like where you've been to prison, how many terms you've done, what what you went for, things like that. But obviously, these aren't prison tattoos. I want to make that very clear. Yeah, <laughs> I I saw a really cool photograph uh, photography project um, taking these really like intimate portraits of the mongrel mob oh yeah, yeah. the, the, mo the motorcycle gang yeah so there's big issue with biker gangs in in new zealand really yeah, yeah. ross kemp's been and, out there to and crystal meth is another yeah crystal big, meth i knew like even in australia as well yeah but no new zealand i knew that um but yeah the mongrel mob is um they're tough looking bastards all like well i wish i could read the tattoos because theirs is very detailed. Oh, the the mokos. Yeah, yeah, like just lines and lines and lines. It's really cool. Would you ever join a motorcycle gang, Ed? <laughs> Probably not, because I can't ride a bike. So if it'd be you quite could. awkward, I just have to hop on the back every time. <laughs> be riding side saddle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if I could, probably not. I don't know, unless it's like a I, I don't know. I'm not very well versed in the, you know, motorbike culture. Mm. Um, <laughs> mm. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I don't think any of us are though. Well, I mean, I Tom's more involved in the biker scene than 
I, I once got given a patch by a, mo- a Romanian motorcycle gang, which I've done said I've been I've been patched in. Um, uh, that was the uh, Maramuresh Riders, yeah. Ride or die, Maramuresh Riders. <laughs> um, I'm sure you've got a picture of you in their shop. Like, I've still, I, honestly, I've, I've got their patch on the jacket. Uh, oh. I still, still you still represent. You, get you done still, over, always right? representing. Um, yeah. How do you feel about um, Auntie Jacinda? Jacinda Ahern? Yeah. Lover. The Prime Minister? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Pretty cool. Yeah, incredible. Wonderful. Humble, nice. I'm sure she's not, no one's perfect, but she seems like pretty bang on. Yeah, she seems amazing. I've I've spoken to a few people that live out there, and they're like, she gets really good press, but some people are starting to find her quite annoying within New Zealand. I can get it. She's a little bit sickly sweet. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she struggled to get elected though, like because it's a similar system to Germany and in Luxembourg and stuff like that, where you have to form coalitions. And if it wasn't for the coalition, I'm pretty sure she wouldn't be prime minister. So, like, it's not like a majority that voted for, if that makes sense. Also, I might be chatting shit. We but this is do. the Rooting Around podcast, so we I'm not sure. Do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're not known for our accuracy, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I really like Jacinda Hearn. Yeah. Um, How do you pronounce it? Hearn. Uh, isn't it? Because it's like, I thought there was a D. There's I thought it was two D, R's in the D. Jacinda, Jacinda uh, Ahern. Ahern. Is it not A-R-D-R-E-N? Maybe. Let's have a look. Oh, this is now devolved into the us looking at phones. It's Arden. Yeah, Jacinda Arden. I have to bring this back into... We haven't gone on tangents. We spoke about fucking politics. Which we know nothing about. I don't know the name I'm expecting you two to know about politics. I'm guessing, I know I'm about guessing animals. She's, I'm guessing and that's she's Labour. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's the equivalent yeah. party name in New Zealand. There's a couple Labor. of things I'd like to see uh, in New Zealand. Fjordland, mm. for example. Is that a theme park? <laughs> Mount Doom. Well, it depends what you like. You know, it might be a theme park for people who like mountains and uh, dense forests and alpine lakes. Yeah. Mount Doom. Hobbiton. Is, that actual, is that an actual mountain though? It's a real mountain. It's is not it called, called Mountain? Mount oh. No, it's got a got a New Zealand name. I think it's a Maori name. Um, but Hobbiton, Hobbiton's a, a legit place. They've they've kept Hobbiton intact. Good. Yeah, makes sense. I I, got, I actually got some um, some figures about how much of an impact Lord of the Rings had on on uh, New Zealand. So tourism in New Zealand um, told Forbes that we've seen fifty percent increase in arrivals uh, to New Zealand since Lord of the Rings. Um, Pretty cool. In twenty nineteen, eighteen percent of people who visited New Zealand for a holiday were initially interested as a destination because of Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. Um, and obviously, New Zealanders are extremely proud to have their country to be associated with Middle Earth. Um, and the films had a huge impact on the country's rep and built the foundations for what is now the thriving screen production industry. As we were saying earlier, yeah. it's yeah, it's real, really popping off in New Zealand. Uh, and Scott told me to what? Oh, he said that today, so I didn't watch it. But there's a film. I'm trying to think if I've seen anything outside of Lord of the Rings and Taika Waititi's films. You uh, you mean other Peter Jackson films? 
There's that one about the sheep that goes mental. It's like a sheep zombie horror film. I've forgotten what it's called. It's brilliant. I think it's just called Zombie Sheep or something, or The Black Sheep. Is it like Black Sheep? Yeah. And there's there's the films Peter Jackson made before he became famous. They're like gore fest films, like right. comedy gore fest, like Kiwi versions of The Evil Dead. Um, I've not seen many of those. Oh, they're, they're all right. He really went on to bigger and better things. Yeah. Um, not so much. I mean, The Hobbit. I haven't seen any of that. Don't bother. I, I only like the first Lord of the Rings. I know it's very controversial. That is controversial because um, the best one is the second one. That's so matter sorry. of fact. Um, sorry, Ed. The film uh, Scott suggested is called Boy. It's very rural New Zealand. That's a Maori. film. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, it's a comedy, of course. Yeah. No need to say that now. Uh, Maori culture and East Coast New Zealand stuff. Don't know what that means. Don't know what East Coast New Zealand stuff means. Probably the eastern coast of New Zealand. Yeah, I know, but is that like a type of you know in America, East Coast, West Coast, very different. Yeah, it's maybe very it's narrow from... countries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> we don't like your rap music. <laughs> There's um, my favorite thing about that film is that the kid boy boy. Oh, you watched it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. His name is Michael Jackson. <laughs> my name is Michael Jackson, but my dad calls me boy, and. Tyker plays his dad. He's also a great yeah. actor, isn't he? Oh, he's In brilliant. Thor, he's a... Well, you can't really see his face, but... Yeah, it's quite funny as well. Great character. Yeah, he's brilliant. Uh, no, pamphlets. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, uh, one of my favourite accents is that and, like, the Nova Scotian. Oh, yeah. What's yeah, Nova yeah. Scotian oh, have, like? have you ever watched Trailer Park Boys? No, I haven't. Oh, do no. it. Well, do it and you'll understand. Yeah. Okay. It, I think it's between that and... The, the New Zealand accent. I'd love to be good at accents. Like one of my um, colleagues is, he just spends like twenty seconds with a person, and he's in, like he's got the accent and like mannerism nailed on. Like uh, just nice. kn- knows how to do it perfectly. And I'm so envious because it's so cool. <laughs> yeah. And just being able to just switch like that and just suddenly a Kiwi accent followed by Texan accent. I love watching really cool. impressionists break down. How they do impressions yeah. of people. I really there's a really good YouTube series. Um, I think it's by Wired, um, and they have a, a dialect coach who goes through. Oh, like, goes through the, the different parts yeah, of your throat. Yeah, yeah. And does like, and then he'll do reviews of actors doing um, voice impersonations of, of both regions and historical characters. That is something that pisses me off in films. We're talking a lot about films today, but it kind of fits in most Western films when there's always a bad guy who's from Russia. They never get someone from Russia to do it. Alan Rickman <laughs> in Die Hard. It's, it's so annoying. Like some, like I mean, they do it a lot with like French actors and stuff like that, where it's not actually French actors, and you just it's so noticeable. Like why, why do you not? Just, this is like Hollywood films. They have the budget well, to just, get like. Just think about the what's audience. The common, what's the, the common point? denominator there? Yeah, I know, but yeah, who's it? Say it, Ed. Say it. Tell him. It's for Americans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Blood, 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 flag, and eagle, mate. That's there you are. But it's annoying though because it's not that hard. I'm sure there's Russian-speaking people in America as well that could do. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. But do they, look, do they look like Alan Rickman? To Kev's point. But if they were going to get someone from New Zealand, like a, a character from New Zealand, I bet you it would be a New Zealand a New Zealander doing it. Well, maybe not actually. It's not that many around. Uh, Sam Neil. Yeah. He's Northern Irish. 
I looked this up earlier. Is he? From, but he's born there. Oh. He moved there. His, his dad is Kiwi, but he's he was born in New Zealand. No, Northern <laughs> Ireland. Okay. He's incredible. Yeah, I love, I love Sam Neill. Today. Yeah, he's great. What other personalities come from New Zealand? Like huge, uh, well, rugby players. There's a really famous MMA fighter called Israel Adesanya, who's one of the best kickboxers of all time. Who's really popular? Um, mm. There are a few famous, I suppose, Jermaine and Brett. Um, uh, it's a lot of ruggers, a lot of rugby players, like yeah, Dan Carr. But you can't, you, you can't play for the national team of New Zealand if you don't play your club rugby in in New Zealand. So if you move to like really, yeah, yeah, if you move to like the English league. If there's some, I'm pretty loads, sure there's like loads, in New Zealand they're playing for Bristol. Loads of countries, he's, loads he's of countries to. have that law. England has that law. Really? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Huh. Wales used to have. I, that I'm law. sure that. What's his name? Johnny Wilkinson. No, is that? They brought yeah, it in. Johnny Wilkinson. Yeah. yeah, but he 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 played in France. Yeah, you can still play in France. You might not be selected for the national team. Same in Wales. So in Wales. God, we're talking about rugby. That's such bullshit. It is such bullshit. So in Wales, if you've played more than fifty games for Wales. You can leave and play for I a see. foreign club and yeah. still be selected for Wales. Whereas if it's less than fifty, you've got to stay yeah. in Wales. You got to in the fucking right. line with that though. Where it's like, well, right, no, you're no. not allowed to play outside of Bristol now. For 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 Europe, like well, England and Wales and France uh, and Ireland, it kind of makes sense. It, it it kind of makes sense, but uh, it doesn't really make sense. But for New Zealand, they're so far away. They just want to have their own really good league. Mm. But they play in the same league as Australia, and they used to. And used no, to wait, do they? Yeah, and, <laughs> and Argentina have got a team there as well, uh, and so do the. Wait, Argentina and so does Japan, got... and the. Oh, Pacific they just Island. have an international league. Yeah, it's oh, super, super rugby. I don't know. Ed, you are you are you're going into a wheelhouse you don't know enough about. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's why loads of Kiwis um, rugby players move to. They play a couple of seasons in Japan after they retire from international rugby because it's just fucking cash cow. Oh yeah. Go to Japan, play not as good quality rugby, get a boatload of yen, come back to New Zealand. <laughs> boatload. One thing um, we haven't talked about, another similarity that Wales has with, uh, not New Zealand has with Wales. Um, sheep. Sheep. Yeah. Fucking loads of them. Fluffy bastards. How, very how good white wine. Very good, very good wines. Yeah. yeah. Well, we haven't got good wine in Wales. No, it's not similar. Um, I know a lot of boys I used to go to school with primary school now um they're all like farmer boys um and they go out to spend british winter in new zealand to work on the on the the massive sheep ranches and they'll just fucking shear sheep like you get paid per fleece so they might get like 10 cents a fleece but they'll do like twenty thousand sheep when they're out there Mm. i know someone who did who did that in the falkland islands is that Billy? Oh. Yeah, it's Billy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out, Billy. He's um, the lost shepherd. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Wherever there's sheep, he's there. What other famous Kiwis? You have a very good band, Fat Freddy's Drop. They are my my favourite band. Russell Crowe. No. <laughs> Wait. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, he's born in Wellington. Shit. Which is a capital, by the way. Wellington. Lord. Lord, Lord, Lord. What? The yeah. singer. Um, oh. Never seen <laughs> Lord Wellington. I, was, I don't know. Lord Wellington. Carl Urban. 
and apparently his brother Keith Urban. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the, and, oh, and, yeah. Anthony Starr from The Boys. He's from... Have you seen The Boys? Yeah. He's Kiwi. C- Carl Urban is the other one from The Boys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lucy Lawless from Xena Warrior Princess. Yes. Oh, I loved that. Um, yeah. It's um, not too bad lo- for... Loads of rogue players like Sonny Bob Williams and people are. Yeah. It's not too fully, bad for fully thought Russell. Russell. Population. I thought yeah. Russell Crowe was Australian as well. I really thought, yeah. thought he was, yeah. Probably South it's probably because he gets drunk and punches people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Him and Tugger going around the world. <laughs> the boat. <laughs> his boat, yeah. <laughs> I haven't really got anything else to to mention apart from the... I feel like we've we've not done a good job. No, I'm sorry, no, we've I'm just, sorry we've New Zealand. Talked, no, we've done... A, I've got... I've got uh, well, to, to, resur- to pull this um, ironically out of the ashes, which is where... The Alpha Guest House is at the moment because of its recent <laughs> fire. Is the um, regular appearance of the Alpha Guest House International Edition brought to you in uh, association with the Alpha Guest House, uh, Bristol's premium guest house of comedy, now with 100% less a tea. Comedy. Um, a, com- <laughs> a, com- a comedy. Yeah, a comedy. Accommodation. This is the Lincoln Court Motel. Uh, I'm not sure where it is. Oh, I love motels. Oh. oh, this is always good. Never again. Health department should look here. Where to start? Shabby and dirty. All look dated and in bad need of upgrading. Even to get this one-star review. All bathroom surfaces had mould. The bathroom cabinet was falling apart and the doors were screwed shut to stop them falling off. That's no longer a cabinet. It's just a mirror then. Um, uh the oven had somebody else's underwear in there and somebody's dirty plate. The oven? Was, yeah. was in the warming drawer underneath. Proving the level of cleaning that had that happened before I arrived. Visible dirt under the fridge. Kitchen cabinet's not quite as bad as the bathroom. It's still appalling. Wait, under the fridge? Yeah. Who goes and checks? No no bedroom door. Bathroom door didn't shut. Toilet system drip, dripped constantly all night. Couch didn't... The couch needed pillows put on it. You actually to sit on it as it was worn out. You could see the wooden frame. Um... <laughs> They advertised Sky TV, yet there was only one channel available and all the channels were fuzzy pictures, so probably Sky One then. Standing at the kitchen window, making a cup of tea, I glanced out and watched people doing drugs outside their unit. Not really a place to take children. Yeah, I saw some there during my three days. Um, There's so much more negative stuff I could put. Um, Regardless, they never say again. Next one. And the last one. Disgusting dump absolutely disgusted when i walked into our motel room i was just about in tears low lives hanging all around outside and all the comings and goings all night long the carpet was soaked which i think was coming from the shower leaking through the wall rotten food through the the wall yeah (laughs) rotten food in the sink the oven was absolutely revolting mold everywhere toilet was vaulting the bed was harder than than a brick with holes in the mattress um, pictures placed all over the place, even in the shower, covering up the holes that have been bashed in the wall. <laughs> I was terrified to stay. We couldn't find anything else in such short notice. This place is a drug-infested dive. Stay away. That but, does sound exactly like. Yeah, that sound. That's probably the worst. Oh no! This one. There's one more thing. This is the best line of the of the entire review uh, of a different review. It's. I honestly wouldn't keep a pig in this hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Pig might get tetanus. Oh my god. 
Well, I'm mildly disappointed that you didn't do this in a Kiwi accent. Uh, my, my Kiwi accent's not that good, so I'd rather not. It's all right, to be fair. And also, what are they complaining about? Their, their oven's got like a uh, heating, uh, um, a warming drawer. For your underwear? Yeah, I've, I don't have uh, no. a, a nice, like, heated drawer. You know, it's so good getting your underwear at, fresh out of a dryer. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. Imagine, you just got... You pop your pants in there. Yeah, but it's oh, covered in. Work. I forgot my fucking it's covered pants. in the last person's who stayed in that room's food, though. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Got to risk it sometimes if you want. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. Heated um, underwear. No, that was amazing. That was. Where was it? Did you say? Which that's city? the Lincoln Court Motel. I'm not sure which city. I'm gonna assume Wellington. Possibly Christchurch. Auckland. Oh yeah, there is. Or there. Yeah. Yeah. There's three. Yeah. <laughs> they do have three cities. Yeah. Is Wellington South Island? And then the other oh, I'm two. I'm so bad at using geography. Know. We've really but, fucked this episode. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm I, bl- sorry. I blame Scott. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Scott. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, you know, what, you know what they say never, never, never meet your hero, Scott. So that'll learn you. Uh, yeah, I feel like we, we haven't talked about, like, why, well, kind of the nature, but nature, because it's. It's got loads, varied. Yeah. Mountains. People ski there. People surf there. People well, when, there. when Carlos comes on, he's just moved back from living in New Zealand um, and has many a tale. I hope he's picked up a New Zealand twang or at least some, he really some mannerisms. He has. Does he say yeah, nah? Like his, his Spanish accent with a, like New Zealand, like a mix of New Zealand accent and Spanish accent yeah. all in with English. I hope one day, uh, some, <laughs> sometime he's just talking and all of a sudden he's like, oh yeah, sweet is. Sweet is, <laughs> Anything else? I, um, am, I, I am dying to go to New Zealand though. I was... Oh yeah, same. After I It's so far. It is. expensive. Yeah, so, so at least that, that gives you purpose. Yeah. So at least you know you're going to go there, you're going to take the effort to travel. But you have to stay for a while. You've got you to fucking make your time count. Uh, three weeks minimum, I reckon. Yeah. If you go for less than three weeks, it's not worth it because you're travelling for like six of those days. Ooh, I've got a little Maori fact. Just remember mentioning it now. Maori, so the Maori Polynesian people, um, they when they arrived in New Zealand, they, they didn't become, they switched back to being hunter-gatherers. Because the mower was so easy to kill. <laughs> the like, same the dodo. Yeah, it's like stupid like, birds. There's history, like Polynesian, Polynesian. Said. There's there's sort of um, records of Polynesian peoples farming prior to the arrival of Maoris to Maoris to New Zealand, mm. and they switched back. That's how <laughs> fucking dull that bird is. Was just dense what once. Yeah. Rest in peace. Sorry, I just steamrolled that point there. Um, <laughs> we love New Zealand. Yeah, no yeah. Hasn't been there. It, it, I really <laughs> convincing, eh? That, we no, I do. <laughs> a lot of the New Zealanders I've met traveling have been some of the best. The craziest people I've met while traveling were from New Zealand. That's what I was about to say. I had one. The worst people I've ever met traveling have also been New Zealanders. It's actually but, crazy. But they, they were, and I want to stress this for all of our New Zealand fans, they were the extreme minority to the point at which the New Zealand consulate in that country wrote us a letter and apologised. Mm. So, on balance, I mean, what they did. Great place. Are you talking about Turkmenistan? No, no. I'm talking about the ones at the finish line. It's the same guys. The they same guys. It, 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 well. It's a group that was travelling 
the same year as me. Uh, yeah, and they were just in, assholes. The, in the hotel in Turkmenistan, they just like made a mess, but they, they got like a fire extinguisher in the room and just like <laughs> everywhere and stuff like that. It was quite bants. They went to a club and uh, shaved everyone's head. Uh, so but the lucky, funniest so thing is fun. that when they didn't drink, they were the nicest guys. It was so strange. Anyway, uh, I just crazy can't. I just, regardless of how nice they are, when sorry, we just can't respect people who no fucking behave like that. Mm. Anyway, that ended on a bit of a downer. They're they're the minority. Most of the are the best people. Um, yeah. So where are we going now? I feel really bad for this episode. <laughs> I do love New Zealanders. I really do. And I've said favorite band. Favorite movies. I don't know why you're justifying it. I don't know. Like, we'll have to listen to it. We've literally yeah. just wailed I don't think we have. Ages. We haven't, though. We laid... Well, it was just that one group. They were all wankers. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else seemed great. Say. Where do you want to go, Ed? Uh, Indonesia. That would be good. Oh! <laughs> Hello. The United States of America. That's not... I don't know. Not looking forward to this episode. That was, that was the French anthem you were just singing. Was it? Yeah. You just started the Marseillaise. No. United States of America. Interesting. Big country. Uh, a lot of interesting stuff. Well, I, and I, this week's been very interesting as I, well. In I, need, of... I need to find up, fire up the grinder for my axe. <laughs> um, <laughs> God, and they just fucking pretty much banned abortion. Oh. Fucking. St- and on that shooty note. Yeah. See you next week, America. Wait, wait. wait. On this, I have to say, on this website, it gives you uh, the national dish, and it is the ham hamburger. (laughs) 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 See you next week. Bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.